This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. I hope you're all good. Happy Monday. <laughs> uh, beginning of a new week. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your, your summer, you know, as we're on the 10th of July. So, um, looking forward to starting a new series around entering into rest, uh, especially around this summer time, the importance of rest, recovery, uh, you know, recreation for ourselves. But I felt... Just to close the series on fighting to win, a, a really important truth that uh, that I discovered that I was uh, revealed to me. It's really key. It's a really key truth in this message around how do I fight and how do I win. You know, so I, I I'm going to just open up a bit of prayer and then and, and go into this and uh, pray it really blesses and encourages you. So, Father, we just come to you on this new day. God, we just thank you that you tell us to give all of our cares to you. All of our, the distractions in our minds. The things we're worrying about, the things we're obsessed about, the things we're scared of. You say, give all that to me because I care for you. And I know that you you can deal with, you can make right the things that we worry and stress and obsess over, upset ourselves about, if we just trust you with them. So before we begin this session today, God, we just we just empty ourselves of the things. Whatever that is in your heart and mind this day, we release We release the stress, tension, the niggling fears and worries. We give them to you, God. And we thank you for refilling us, replacing all this stuff that we've been carrying. God, with your light, with your truth, with your peace, with your joy. Oh, give us joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. As the Proverbs say, that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. He that has a merry heart will have a continual feast. So God, we just pray for that joy, the joy of truth entering into our hearts, that we can see I'm no longer needing to live trapped. I'm no longer needing to live in defeat. So, we ask these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, (laughs) Amen. So, the last message is on identifying and strengthening are weak points. So what's a weak point? <clears throat> when it, the dictionary talks about weak is 
some that's liable to break or give way under pressure. <clears throat> it's some that's not secure. It's some that's not stable. It's some that's not firmly established. When I say some that's established, I mean it's it's some that's established is set, it's fixed, it's solidly in place, stable and unyielding. So when I say weak points, the things that, that are not like that, <laughs> the things that are liable to give break or give way, to yield, to cave in under pressure. So the basis of this message for me came when I was two, I think around about 2005, so it was 18 years ago. And uh, it was in a, as a young man really battling with pornography. And the, and the battle to stay pure, the battle to renounce and reject, get rid of old habits that had been dominating you, appetites that had been controlling you. And uh, that battle, as anybody knows uh, who's been through that, the weak points, these those habits, it's like you can fight and fight against them and you can fight a losing battle. It feels like you're fighting a losing battle and the way you, the way you address it can just make the problem worse. So my epiphany moment came after I was really crying out for help regarding that and I received this direct divine guidance in a dream and it was utterly profound and really I've shared a lot of the messages in different ways over the last weeks of showing me I was fighting an enemy who I knew I could batter but his only his only power against me was his was his big mouth and the only way he beat me is when I didn't fight well I didn't wage a good warfare I didn't I wasn't preparing myself well and addressing my efforts to successfully overcome. So, I had all that revealed to me and I'm right now doing and I woke up in the morning in my, in my flat in Stevenson. And I was writing at the time, you know, how do we overcome all these things? It's about getting clear on what we stand for. Combating darkness with light. Preventing these wrong things by doing the right things. And then I felt this question rise up in my heart. An utterly shocking question that really got my attention. And the question was, would you rape an old granny? Oh, even just saying that, it's the shock of that just, it just totally, it totally arrested my attention. Because of course, like you hearing that, the shock of that is, how dare you say such a thing? Of course no. But, you know, this question resulted in revelation. Because the question resulted in, have you got a problem, have you got a problem with raping old grannies? And I responded, of course not. And I heard then said, why? And I realised it's because I'm very, very strong in my conviction, my belief. I had a firmly held belief about how bad that was how shameful that was, how disgusting that is. I'm very clear, I'm very fully persuaded, fully convinced that that is wrong. So the the point was, you don't get tempted with 
raping old grannies, do you? This thought was the, a moment of realisation for me. As I recognised, like I was talking about last week, that I was getting tempted and harassed in areas that I was weak in. And, you know, this is the evidence, by the way, that we have a real malevolent spirit. There is a real evil with intelligence on us that has malicious intent to cause us harm, a clear wish to do evil to us. The word malevolent means it's to have or to show or arising from intense, often vicious ill will, spite or hatred. Now you think of that, that when you think of the attack that's on your heart, on my heart, it is it is like the, the intelligence services. They are they are constantly seeking intel on an, an enemy state. They're seeking intel so that they can cause harm, can get the upper hand, that they can get uh, some advantage. But you know what what this journey for me um, has 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 revealed. Because as I said last week, I was reading all sorts of self-help books trying to get well. I was reading books that gave me a bit of relief. But they did not give me the tools that I, ultimately I was emasculated. I was deprived of my power to really, really be effective in the battle. To, to really get the victory over this mal malevolent, malicious being who was out to steal, to kill and to destroy me. When I knew that I'm getting tempted, I'm getting harassed, I'm getting oppressed by this uh, being at the areas of my weak points. It changed everything. And it was such an important revelation. You know, that when you're beating the air for years, when you're like what I've, I've mentioned in previous podcasts there, I have had dreams where I was shooting a gun shooting a bullet from a gun at an enemy and it was going right by him. I was in rings, punching and hitting nothing. And what that was saying to me, the most frustrating picture of my life, was that was showing me that how I was directing my efforts was totally ineffective. And what happens, you know, when that happens is we all know, the word, what the word victim in the dictionary says, it's one who's came to feel helpless in the face of their problems or misfortune. And for me, that was the description. I had came, when you fight like that, you start coming to feel helpless. When you keep hitting the air and no actually getting anywhere, you have, it, it just, it, the, the resignation it begins to set in. The discouragement, the despondency, you start throwing your confidence away and you just think, you know, I can't, I, I, this is just the way it's going to be, I can't get any better. And uh, so, when when you are not actually hitting the target, you, you, your hope, your confidence, your faith, just your belief in yourself, your belief in your ability to overcome, you, you, it slowly erodes and you come to feel hopeless, helpless, completely defeated. And that is a state, that is a state of complete depression, dejection. So, 
how important it is to then realise I need to identify my weak points because that's the first port of call. When I start identifying where, where, where is it I'm getting attacked? Where is my weak point? You know, if I go to a doctor with some physical problem, he can't treat my problem until he identifies or diagnoses my condition, can he? Until he singles out, until he puts his finger on exactly what's wrong, he can't treat and diagnose my issue. So it's the same with us. When it comes to our issues that we're dealing with, whether it's, you know, and I, I'm, I've got the privilege of working with people and, you know, this doesn't just, this doesn't just happen with a bit of surface skimming. It doesn't happen with a bit of a half-hearted intent. There is a there is a price to be that we need to pay to get this kind of information and understanding about ourselves that leads to this freedom and victory I'm talking about. But I am privileged to work with people who are taking these things seriously, and and I'm hearing stories of how they have had moments of late with guys running about me. Uh, that they've had moments of revelation that have identified to them that there was a th- there's been thoughts in their lives that they have believed for years that has caused all these chronic long term performance issues. And I've I've I go back to two thousand and fifteen on a hill down in a place in Scotland working in forestry and a guy crying out to me for help. No a Christian, no a spiritual guy just crying out saying, I, I'm just no being what I'm meant to be in life. And I heard a voice inside say, restoration to factory sense. And that truth that spoke to me has been utterly such a rescue, such a revolution in my life with the people I've worked with because it's created that. Because when I started researching a wee bit about what it meant, it's, it's to restore the product. Think of your laptop, think of your, you know some sort of device that, that's not working properly, there's been viruses get into it. You, you know, with that button or that function of the computer, you're able to restore that to the original manufacturer's condition for this product before all these viruses get in that have caused these long-term performance issues. So to know that that's what happens for us in our hearts and in our minds is so, it's so... Uh, redemptive it is such a joy the hope of that that this can happen for me even after all these years all this performance issues but this is what God does he goes after the viruses that we have to be identified it doesn't happen without our cooperation you know one one of the guys close to me of late dealing with a lot of deep abuse and because it was so painful it was just about trying to forget it and forgive and move on but it, it, as, as he's progressed, he's recognised that this 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 is not going away without without deep healing, without my cooperation and and talking about these things and naming the pain and naming the hurt and naming the 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 you know the all, all the shame that's around it all, so that I can then be released from it, so that I can then have understanding around it and and, and see it from a higher perspective. 
And so the the need to identify all that. So you know, I'm not just talking in a superficial way here. That you can you, you know you can get the picture because you could just say, well, my problem is drugs. My problem is pornography. My problem is whatever it is. You know, uh, after that. But you know, as I'm talking here, the 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 in my experience over the years now, it's it's been the 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 viruses that are underneath all of these acting out behaviours is what what we need to go after identifying what we believe about ourselves it makes us keep acting out that way identifying you know uh, certain woundedness and things like that James chapter 5 talks about we have to confess which is another way of saying admit I acknowledge I identify we confess our faults we confess our mistakes we confess our weaknesses we identify them we talk about it to each other and then we pray for each other so that we may be healed. And, uh, you know, the need then is, is to, to talk about these things. The need then is to, uh, is to, is to get the things out and established, uh, establish where, where, where our weaknesses is so that we can pray for each other and be healed. So, aye. So the need for identifying the things is crucial in this journey. Because we can't get them remedied, we can't get them, we can't get them treated, until and overcame, until we identify them. So that first point of identifying uh, and, and confessing, acknowledge them, and then for me over the over the years that I've found these things working out, it's important to as we've identified moving on. What do we want? Do we want to keep staying in this? Are we happy with it? Are we happy living in a defeat? Are we happy living oppressed and harassed? Or do we want the victory and the freedom that Jesus offers? So, punishing ourselves about our behaviours, beating ourselves up about these things, doesn't change them. It just prolongs them. We just stay in this never-ending cycle of defeat. Pushing ourselves, trying to change and give up something that's given us a lot of pleasure. Only leads for us. Only leads in my experience to lust and after it even more. I remember I heard this old story years ago uh, by this preacher who was on the telly, and he spoke spoke about this old dog. It's got a bone in its mouth. It's had this bone for months, and he said, "You try and take that bone off that. This bone is, you know, symbolic really of the, you know, of the comfort, the pleasure that's been enjoying with it for so long. You try and take it off it. It's likely to bite you." But he said, if you throw a big bit of steak down next to that old uh, old uh, bone, it says it'll drop the bone and it'll, it'll just go right after the steak. So the point was, it's like no, no looking at these things as, oh, I'm giving this up. It's actually seeing that I'm gaining something better. And actually working things out in our hearts and our minds, doing, doing the work to be able to identify this and, 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 and moving on into I want that instead of. So, finishing with, how do we strengthen these things? To strengthen something is to make or make it become stronger. I heard years ago, American football players, when they busted their knees with an injury, they were they were instructed and, and guided to get right back into the gym straight away. At to work at strengthening the area of weakness. They don't lie about it and cry about them. They go to work at attacking them 
and tall or strong again. They take aggressive action against it. And, uh, you know, the, the, the thing, the onus is on us taking aggressive action. When we know that this is where the this is where evil is attacking us. This is where evil assaults us. This mal- mal- malevolent being, often out of this vicious ill will and spite and hatred towards us, is trying to steal, kill and destroy our life by attacking these weak areas of our hearts. These places that are liable to break or to cave in and give in when a bit of pressure's on. So the need for us is to see the weaknesses, to attack them until we, bec- until we become victors. Uh, I've read over the years, and this is high ground, but it, 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 it puts the onus on us. It's talking about you own the weaknesses, you plan, you attack, you address them. Plan how this fault and this sin in your life, this weakness, can be avoided. Plan, plan how it can be eradicated. Plan how these things can be avoided. Plan how, you know, so that could be your beliefs, that could be the lies that you're, you're, you're living out of. The, the, the narratives that's going on in our heads, that takes effort to, to reinterpret our stories, reframe these stories. Or when it comes to the sins we keep entering into, the, the, the things we shouldn't do, the mistakes, we need to be proactively saying, no, here's what I need to do to address this. Not just uh, aimlessly go about my day and allowing myself to continue to be taken out. And that's, that comes to First Corinthians chapter 9. When Paul is giving this, you know, masterclass really on this subject. I'll just read it for the passion. Here it's it's actually labelled in, uh, in the passion as the Paul's disciplined lifestyle. Isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win? But only one of them receives the victor's prize. True, that's so true. Yet, each one of us must run the race to be victorious. We must run in such a way that we're going to win. Fight in such a way we're going to win. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect, practising constant self-control, consistency in order to win a laurel wreath that quickly withers. But we run our race to win. We fight to win a victor's crown that will last forever. So, for this reason, I don't just run for exercise. I don't just box like one throwing aimless punches. But I train like a a true champion athlete. I subdue my body. I get it under my control so that after preaching the good news to others, I won't myself be disqualified or rejected as a counterfeit, the Amplified says. The truths are so good and they, you know, hits on it so much about the, uh, this is how I fight and win. I'm not aimlessly going about my days. I'm not, I'm not attacking the issues in my life with, with, with this, like, beating the air. But I am keeping my body, I'm keeping my, my appetites, I'm keeping my, my uh, the, the desires under control, subduing them, keeping them under my power so that I don't become a castaway and reject. So, just to finish with that sense that the beginning of all this was, I mentioned about the, the question, would you rape an old granny? And how shocking that question was it? As I say, it really got my attention. The realisation that I wasn't getting tempted at areas like that, because that was such a strong area. That area was so totally clear 
and convinced with such a strong conviction that I would never do such a thing. Um, so that that's the kind of conviction we need in our areas of weakness. We need to be fully persuaded, fully convinced, and having our beliefs rooted and grounded. I love James chapter 1 and verse 8. It talks about this double-minded man who's unstable in all his ways. The opposite of that is a single-minded man who is stable in all his ways. And, you know, the need for us is to to have uh, the, the truths established in our hearts and minds. And in the hour we live in, this is so hard. Uh, as my friend John Eldridge has talked about, he, he, he quotes a guy, Nicholas Carr's book, it's called The Shallows, and he is pointing out what the internet is doing to our brains nowadays, because we're so quick at seeking, watching, flicking, moving on from one thing to the next. We don't take the time between each new clip and that is then leading to this very shallow, superficial uh, experience. The need for us to become secure, the things that the things that God is saying to us, the truths that He brings to us, the truths that we need in, 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 in place of the lies we've believed about ourselves that keep keep us under oppression and imprisoned and within ourselves defeated. You know, to have them f- firmly established. To have them set solidly in place so that, that our hearts are stable and unyielding. That takes what Joshua 1 that takes what Psalm 1 talks about. That we have to meditate on these things, consider them day and night. That we'll, we'll, be, we'll be like, and when we do this, we'll be like the tree that's planted, that's rooted and grounded, that's, that's securely in place. So that picture of the, the, the process of that, the picture of that's what's required, that kind of inner life, that kind of pattern of, 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 of lifestyle, that consistency, self-discipline in how we are meditating on the truth, that's what brings us de- depth and stability and strength. So, just close with a bit of prayer. I hope that bless you guys. And uh, So, Father, we just praise you, God, for this series. We thank you. That your intent is for us to fight and win. You want us to be victors, no victims, over the circumstances of our life, over this malicious being, this evil, the thief that seek, who is seeking to steal, kill and destroy, who is who is attacking us, who's got intel on us, is watching and waiting for an opportune time to, to get into your hearts and lives and totally cause havoc and, 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 and ruin and destroy. God, help us be awake to that. Help us to take that seriously. Help us to recognise that this is happening and it's true. We are no, we're no, it's no some fairy tale. It's actually the truth that we need to, as we live by it, we will actually experience victory. I pray for each person, God, that they'll begin to see their their efforts starting to hit the target. As they attack the, the weak points in their own hearts, as they settle these things, as they reach an agreement, a decision, based upon what you say in their hearts about the situation, uh, we pray, God, that they'll, they'll see breakthrough, that the assaults of evil will become weaker and weaker against their hands because they'll be getting stronger and stronger. 
I pray, Lord, that that radical action that needs to take and the radical amputation that needs to happen in areas, God, I pray, give people the strength to be ruthless in their, uh, in their dealings with the things that's causing them to, to sin, the things that's causing them uh, to, to live in defeat. God, I just pray your spirit of victory over each heart, O oh God, that they will be winners in life. In Jesus' mighty name. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighters.life. Until next time, God bless you.